0: previously heard on good hope fm we call it get off the bench hopefully motivating you to do exactly that and get off the bench whether it's in your financial life or i don't know maybe relationships i suppose you could try and parallel find something but essentially when it comes to your health get off the bench and get started our very own tony stark pro triathlete serial ironman participant james kaname is here welcome to the studio james Thank you very much, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. I, I believe, having done some reading, but I didn't need to do the reading, all we needed to do was listen to you. You grew up in Pietermaritzburg, didn't you? I did, yeah. Um, that's where I
1: got my start. Not really in triathlon, though. Um, I, I got my start in endurance sport. grew up watching the Comrades Marathon. Parents did Comrades and Doozy. Um, and I think the endurance bug bit then. Um, I did a lot of running when I was at school, um, and afterwards. Um, and then moved to PE and studied in Port Elizabeth, Sports science, um,
0: and while I was there, the Ironman came to Port Elizabeth, and I got my first taste of of triathlon. I guess the question is, what are you running from? Like, why do you want to? You're running so far all the time, James. You're so, you worried someone's chasing you down. I think I'm probably running from a real job. <laughs> <laughs> well are We you? love it to be a professional athlete. Has got to be so many guys. I think guys, anyway. Maybe I suppose there are girls out there as well. An epic dream, just to be able to continue to 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 live outdoors, right? I mean, you're training all the time. Yeah, uh,
1: it was certainly a dream. It is. It is a dream. It, I'm living the dream, um, yeah. exactly. Uh, but it's not easy. Let's let's not fool around. Yeah, it. um, it's a, it's a hard hard way to make a living. It's it's very looks very glamorous from the outside. It looks like a lot of fun, and it is a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of the world and. And obviously, you know, when most people are going and, and sitting at their desk for eight hours a day, I'm I'm swimming, biking, and running for similar lengths of time. Yeah. Um, and, and that obviously has its advantages. Uh, but days like today where it's 36 degrees in Stellenbosch, mm, a, sometimes a, you would be like to sit in, in an air-conditioned studio.
0: <laughs> well, welcome to our home. <laughs> welcome to our studio. Uh, you discovered your athletic abilities relatively early on, but... How does someone discover that they're they're better the longer the distance goes on? Because I think a lot of us take part in speaking sports and we go, oh, I didn't win the 100 meter race, I'm not a runner.
1: Uh, yeah, I I always kind of knew that the longer the better. I think even in primary school, it, the 1200 meter race was my thing. I loved it. And then the the school cross country, which was four or five kilometers. Is, yeah, um, the longer the better. You know, I started beating guys in the, the grade above me uh, and the grade above them. Uh, you know, when I was in grade seven and grade eight and Um, you know that just it just kind of the longer it went the more people I passed and the better I felt Um, and I, I think that was always I was always itching to go further and always been held back and gone you know you can't run a half marathon yet you can't run a marathon yet you can't and obviously once you get to a certain age they go well go for it um, so, I picked the longest thing possible, and
0: at I've w- been going for it. At what, at what age was that that you got to pick the longest thing possible?
1: Um, I was at university, and like I said, Ironman came to Port Elizabeth. Okay. Um, you know, it's next weekend, 2nd of April, um, the Ironman South Africa. It's now the African champs, so it's a big race. Uh, but back then, it was the first time they were holding it. Um, and I was running with a group, and they drafted me into the volunteer ranks. Um, and basically, we spent. From about three o'clock in the morning, closing the roads to three o'clock the next morning, reopening Something the roads, nice again. <laughs> um, watching these crazy people do this crazy sport. Um, and I kind of looked at it and thought, this is, this is for me,
0: this is <laughs> amazing. I looked at it and I thought, I could beat that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, that's not so crazy. I'd, I'd like to do that myself. Speaking of crazy, just run us through your Saturday. Uh,
1: this Saturday, yeah, last big push before next weekend's race. Um, so it was a pretty much a whole day of training, similar to time frame to the actual race um, is going to be obviously not quite at those speeds but a 4k swim to start the day then some breakfast out on the bike for 160 kilometers mm-hmm. breakfast out um, on the bike like you're riding and eating at the same time well no breakfast at home and then out on the bike okay. um, but obviously you can't ride 160k without eating no yeah. so um, there was a bit of snacking on the bike uh, and then off the bike and, and a little brick run we call it uh, a little run. brick run what uh, is a brick run just 10k uh, we call it a brick run because you basically put in one rod on Top of the other one, okay, um, and Brilliant. it's obviously simulating race day, right? Uh, you know, race day. You run it. You're swimming 3.8 k's straight onto the bike for 180 k's, and straight onto the run to run a full marathon. So sure. it's one after the other. There's no brakes, There's
0: no 3.8 k's in the water, 180 k's on the bike, followed by 42 k's on foot.
1: And is that an open sea swim? It's an open sea swim. In so fact, you got currents
0: and stuff to deal with in as Port well.
1: Elizabeth, it's a single loop too. Um, is it? Which, which means you swim out 300 meters, you turn left, and you swim almost a full mile in a before straight line before turning again. Before turning
0: again. That's if you're lucky. You could just swim straight too. because yeah, exactly. in the open water, there's nothing to keep you in line, and yeah. uh, you can swim. Of course, the further you swim, yeah, that and is the first
1: challenge of the day, and obviously. That is actually kind of the warm-up for for a day that is eight hours long. Um, The swim
0: takes less than an hour. So when you get out of that, your day really only starts going. So I suppose as soon as you get out, you can see the time too. Is that the first time you get an idea of how fast you have been traveling and whether you're on track to achieve your particular goal? Um, I think for most people, yes.
1: Uh, for the pros, we all start together, and you you learn to watch people. You can see when a little group's gone in front of you. You can okay. see you can sight and look in front of you and see how far they are. Maybe they're 100 meters, 200 meters, um, and judge how how many minutes that is. Maybe it's a minute, maybe it's two minutes. Um, but yeah, the first time you you get a real idea of how far you, how far behind or ahead you are is is into transition. Um, but a race as long as we're doing. Watching your fellow competitors is not always such a good thing. Mm. Um, You know, you you can get sucked into into a race uh, and halfway through you've ruined your race trying to go with someone else who was probably never
0: gonna finish in the first place. Well, Uh, this is exactly the thing. I think you must learn a lot because you're in your own headspace all the time. So you're playing a major mental game the entire day, the entire way through your training. So hopefully we can tap more into that. Uh, Get off the bench this evening with James Kahneman who is in studio, a pro triathlete and preparing for Ironman, which is not This weekend, next weekend in in PE. Hold on, Kara Fru. It's called only high with you. We're in studio. Get off the bench Tuesday evening. So what we dedicate uh, the evening to chatting about athletic proficiency, I suppose, is the best way to describe it. um, And staying motivated. In fact, uh, maybe we should jump in right there. James Kind is in studio, pro triathlete. Um, How do you? What motivates you? I mean, you're a distance triathlete as well um triathlete meaning three different disciplines so you've got to be proficient not only in the water but on a bike and on the road i mean that's a lot of mental energy physical energy uh, that goes into doing what motivates you to do this i'm not gonna lie
1: it waxes and it wanes um there are lots of things that you have to draw your motivation from. You know, it's easy to say, Oh, I'm a professional, I make my living out of this. This mm. is what motivates me, you mm. know. Um, but when you're really tired and you've had a really big week and you really don't want to get out of bed and the weather's really miserable, thinking about that paycheck Three months down the line when you potentially might win something doesn 't really motivate you to get out of bed that morning, um, you know so you have to draw on many things you have to draw on your own desire to to prove to yourself what you can do. you have to draw on um, you know the financial motivation you have to draw on the even the ego um, you mm. have to you have to draw on all of these things and, and use them at different times and different phases of the season. sometimes most of the time it 's just about bettering myself it 's just about you know this is what I did last year, this is how hard I worked. If I work a little bit harder and do a little bit better, that's gonna be so much more motivation for right. the next year. and you, That just feeds on itself. And it's, um, you know, when it goes forward, it goes well. And when it goes badly, then you've got to pull yourself out of it.
0: And finding out what you are capable of. I mean, you train for hours, you race for hours on end. To me, I can only think your mind must be an absolute fortress to keep on pushing you through. Have you found that your athletic um, career has helped you through other phases of your life? I can't even think, I was going to say business, but I mean, you've probably negotiated deals where it comes to sponsorships and things like that. And I mean, keeping your head in the game all the time.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it definitely is. It is, you know, sport is an avenue for for that kind of thing, for, for personal growth. Uh, I think that's what attracted me to it in the first place. It was, especially Ironman. It was not just sport, but Ironman in particular was something that challenged me completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there were skills I needed to learn and I needed to master. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, um, the the actual and the physical physicality of it but then there was also the mental challenge of of being able to focus for over eight hours and you know everyone can relate to writing an exam at, at high school uh you know you came out of that three hour exam and you were absolutely exhausted yeah you, you just could not focus anymore you yeah. had you had vegged in front of the tv for the rest of the day you could not focus you couldn't hold a conversation because you concentrated so hard for a three hour exam Basically, what we have to do is that level of concentration for over eight hours. You can't falter. You can't let it slip. So it is a it's a complete challenge. Uh, while your body is hurting physically, you mentally have to be focused. Um, and I think that's really what attracted me to it. And I think that's what attracts lots of people to it, um, because when you do get through it, and when you do get to that finish line, and you cross that finish line, and they say you are an Ironman, um, there is such a relief, such a feeling of accomplishment um that translates into every aspect of your life that is something that you've overcome and once you've overcome one thing surely you can overcome the business or the you know the personal challenges or whatever it might be um i think that's that's what really motivates
0: people and that's what's so special about the sport i can barely hold a conversation for more than three minutes and concentrate through it social media has changed my concentration level to such an extent maybe i need to prove myself that i can do more and be more See you at Man, next year. <laughs> Don't even think about it. I'm not even there. What do you... I mean, Devin was asking you this earlier. What do you eat? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you want to have... He's going to destroy everybody's confidence in uh, a diet because apparently
1: he doesn't know what one is. So, <laughs> what do you say no to on a plate? Very little. Um, <laughs> you know, we... we uh, like I, I explained my, my Saturday, uh, you know, that's a... a not an extreme day, really. I mean, it's a big day, but it's not. Most days, I'm training 25 to 30 hours a week, um, and that's a lot of calories. Uh, you know, that's 30,000 calories potentially a week outside of my general, you know, basal metabolic rate, if you want to call it that. Um, so I can eat a lot, uh, and basically, I have to eat a lot. Uh, uh, my my focus on diet is making sure I get enough in, rather than making sure I don't eat. You're the eating to keep junk. weight on a lot of the time yeah it seems like it yeah I mean obviously (laughs) as you lead up to a race you want to be at that ideal weight so then you you have to play with a little bit more but most of the time yes that's exactly what I'm doing and your ideal weight and race time is 75 74 and you lose how much over the course of a race or well, over the course of a race with dehydration and stuff you'll probably lose more than three kgs yeah. um, three or four kgs Then you um, weigh as much as I do now <laughs> but that's of course not very healthy weight loss you know you don't want to <laughs> no, be the, the next, ultimate crash the, the next day you are not on a high performance <laughs> plan no. uh, the next day you, you sometimes you can't walk to the toilet uh, it's uh <laughs> It's a it's a very very hard on your body what what we do and obviously that's not a, I would not recommend Iron Man as a weight loss strategy. Um, I'm glad you brought up the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> because no, you don't walk to the toilet, do you? <laughs> uh, the day after our race, I do. I find in, in hotels they they tend not to approve of, of you not walking to the toilet. Uh, but on race day, yeah, there is no stopping in porta potties. Uh, <laughs> There's no time. That is not an option. Yeah.
0: So he's um, not exactly throwing wow. his clothes out to the crowd as like a keepsake for his <laughs> <No>. spectacular performance.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah, when you cross the finish line the the it's a good thing you don't have smellow vision on your TV because it is it is not p- pretty
0: generally. I, I um, suppose there's a reason there's more than one reason as to why most uh triathlete kits are black, mostly dark colors.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh you know, it's it's part of it's part of the race. You you're out there if you're lucky you're out there for 8 hours, uh, you know the the age group is out there, up to seventeen hours. Sure. Um, you know, uh, obviously the guys near the back can afford to stop at a porta potty and and, and do their business there. Uh, but when you're racing and it's coming down to a few seconds over eight hours, you can't be stopping. Uh, you know, this you, is coming out right now. You you yeah you you know you are going to wow. have to go on the bike and even while you're running. Um, you know, I have some funny stories when I won Challenge Roth, one of the biggest races in Europe uh, a few years ago, uh, we were, I was in a head-to-head battle with a, a German, Timo Bracht, obviously a local favorite, it was a German race, he was a German, um, and we were running side by side for the first 16 Ks of that run. Um, Which is the last leg of the race. The, the last leg of the race, yeah. And we actually, he, he turned to me and he said, can you pee while you run? And I said, sometimes. <laughs> and he said, can you today? And I said, not really. He said. Should we both stop and pee? And we both stopped at the same time on the side of the road. And obviously, all the TV cameras were around and they're all watching us and they're all like, did they just coordinate a, a toilet break so they could keep racing? The ultimate gentleman's agreement <laughs> wow. in sports. Exactly, we, yeah, um, it, was, it was exactly that. We were both gonna have to stop at some point because neither of us were gonna make it for the full marathon without going to the toilet. Who won? Um, I did. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, he actually had stomach cramps a little bit, a little bit after that, and that was it.
0: Uh, but the the toilet break well, didn't make or break that race uh, <laughs> <Wow>. that day. <laughs> that
1: is awesome. <laughs>
0: Uh, James you're sensational I think we could talk like this for hours you're a mine of information and and just I, I want to say and I think we're finding this with so many athletes so humble and so so understanding and so uh, so generous with information and being able to hopefully motivate other people through portions of their life that they might be finding uh, rather difficult at this point so I know you train out in Selimosh, I and you live out in Salamash and you probably got loads of mates to train out there as well Um and I don't know if you ever want to pop around again and share stories you got Ironman next weekend yeah, next weekend, 2nd of April. Um, it's actually broadcast live on the DSTV uh,
1: events channel, 199, oh, awesome. uh, for the first time. Okay. So you can watch it oh. the, the whole day. Terrific. Um, we'll be starting, I think, 6.45, the pros go off, uh, finishing around 3, 3 o'clock. Um, and then, obviously, you you can carry on watching the, the age groupers go all
0: the way until midnight, the last guy across sure. the line. And so. every time you see James um, suck on one of those slippery goos, you can take a drink. Because you know it's going to come out later <laughs> you somewhere. You know, right? Yeah. Um, James, we wish you all the best for next weekend and continued world domination throughout the rest of the year. Please do stay in touch with us, yeah? Yeah, thank you very much. Excellent. James Cunemar, get off the bench this evening. Wow. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. CO. ZA. Now.